What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Fish Lift Eat podcast. My name's Casey. I'm so glad that y'all decided to come back over here and jump on the boat with us. Joining me today is the uh, the normal, the the famous Fish Lift Eat crew. We've got Justin and Papa. What's up? What's happening? What's going on, brother? Man, hopefully, uh, hopefully we, pl- we played that intro long enough for everybody to read that that gloriously long title <laughs> that, that, that goes over what uh, what we're going to cover today. But we thought, you know, holiday season's coming up. You know, people people get get curious about what to buy your your fellow loved angler. So we're going to hit on three things that you need for fishing that have absolutely nothing to do with fishing. What y'all think about that? All on the table. That's beautiful. Stocking stuffers. Say that three times fast. (laughs) I can't even remember it to say it once. Wait, what was I supposed to say? (laughs) So, you know, all of us as anglers, you know, we 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 have a tendency to accumulate crap anyway, right? You know, whether it be be your tackle, your you know, the gear that you're actually using for the the art of catching the fish, but there's a lot of stuff that goes along with that that you know, even even I sometimes don't don't put a whole lot of thought into. It's things that every time I get on the boat, I've always got. I've always always make sure I've got, but I don't necessarily. I don't think of it as fishing gear, and it really is. And I think that's what we're going to highlight for some people today. It's kind of it's kind of almost like needs to go in your uh, backcountry first aid kit. You know, something that's always there that you never think about like a tourniquet or some shit like that you know and when when some shit goes down this is what i got absolutely it's a well it's those random things right it's those random things that round out your kit for the day and i think that's what we'll share today well further ado let's get it kicked off i guess i'll uh i'll start it so for my my item that i'm going to drop on y'all today is from a company called Dude Wipes. And you're, you're going to drop it on them? I'm going to drop that deuce right on you. <laughs> For when shit goes down. Yeah. So I started carrying Dude Wipes. I'm trying to think of when it actually was. But they're so useful, right? You know, your hands get nasty, get sweaty during the summer. And then every now and then, you know, you need that, you need that maintenance wipe too whenever... You know, last night's Mexican just hit you a little too hard the next morning whenever you're whenever you're sitting on your honey hole. But uh yeah, they're, they're super helpful. Just, just real quick, there's like joke, joke, joke. I I don't even know what to do with myself right now. Oh god. You you get what you get. There, there's no script when it comes to what I'm gonna say. I love it. When y'all listen to this show, please take a minute to write down every joke that comes to mind from the first one minute of this podcast. And that's good shit. Yeah. So after you after you take a good shit, you can go find the dude wipes. Yep. <laughs> and we're off the rails in the first four minutes. Here we go. So Chad's got the, the website queued up for you. You can see the different the different options of how you can get dude wipes. Um, you know, you can pick them up at your local Walmart, other stores too. But um, 
just a real handy thing to have. Um, no matter what you need, I've used it for, you know, cleaning, cleaning the screens on my boat before on my graphs, whenever, whenever I forgot my screen cleaner. Um, I, I don't, I don't leave without them. They stay, I have a, a pack that stays in my boat. Matter of fact, I'd forgot about, um, about bringing, bringing a pack in to, to be able to show y'all in this episode. And it was right before we got on and I actually had to make a, a high speed run through the woods and Crocs to go, to go get my dude wipes out just so that I could, uh, so that I could bring a prop and show y'all I'm not just full of what I wipe off with them. How, how but, long um, did it take you to catch your breath, man? I'll let you know when I actually do. <laughs> Fair enough. That's good stuff to have, though. I mean, you know, we've all got kids. You got kids on the water, kids on the boat, whatever, what have you. You know, kids need to clean up on their face, their nose, their hands, their butt, their feet, you know, everything Everything. under you know. And so comes in handy everywhere. So, and then, you know, on the boat and on the water is great, too. But I'll drop another little nugget with them. Something else for you to clean up. Um, on, <laughs> Steve Rennell is going to call me for segues you know, on the Mediator podcast for this. Is with. But, uh, all you in for the segue only, Casey. I'll just yeah. segue coordinator, segue podcast segue coordinator. Yeah. I like it. Ho- holler at me, Steve. We'll talk. But um, so I used to just keep them in in the boat, right? And I started having to. Uh, to keep one in my backpack too, that, that I keep in the truck that eventually goes on the boat with me because, you know, when I pull up these tournaments, you're talking 200 plus boats, right? And most of these guys are on the water going out of that ramp, you know, three, four days, even leading up to the tournament. Well, a lot of these ramps that we take off from, whether they be a state park, a public ramp, whatever it be, you know, they're, they're not necessarily, there's not, you know, bathroom tenants are not always, you know, I don't, you don't have the guy standing there with the towel for you when you're done. So I have run into some instances to where, you know, that, that coffee and, and that nicotine on the way to the ramp in the morning hits you about blast off time before you, before you go get in the boat and there'd be no toilet paper in there. So where I've had to enhance my, my dude wipe game is now I buy the flushable ones. There you go. That way, whenever you're rolling in there at the last minute, you know, getting ready to, to blast off for the day, you know, go sit up on the th- <laughs> go, go sit up on the throne, blasting off in whichever way you want to, whichever way you want to take that. Um, I feel like I'm in college again. It's just like, oh, this is good stuff. It's just gonna keep going downhill. <laughs> sure. <laughs> The re- the reels from this episode are going to be golden. They're going to be great. I can't wait to do that. I think we started with no rails. There's no rails to even go off of at this point. We yeah. blasted through them right at the beginning. But hey, even if even if you find yourself in a situation where you're having to use the handicap rails in the morning, you know, dude wipes got you covered. That's okay. Right. I got some questions, right? Because I've never used those. Um, you pulled them up. Put them back on the screen there. They're, they're do they come in just that size? They come in other sizes. So like uh, they come in a multitude of sizes. Uh, us fly fishing guys, you know, we got to carry that everywhere we go. So yeah. you, they make little like travel packs kind of, you can buy a box and I can't remember off offhand exactly how many, many little, it's just like a little, little paper pack that has 
I forgot, like maybe five, 10 wipes or whatever in it, but it's like just a little pouch. You could slide it into your pocket or, or whatever. Um, yeah. Like I know Chad had it, had it pulled up there on the screen a second ago that had the different, different packages that they come in, um, on their website. And you can kind of see, see what they offer there. You know, you can be like me when you go to the Walmart shelf to get them, you can buy the three pack because, you know, I like to eat exotic foods sometimes. So you need a lot, but, um, Oh yeah. yeah like yes, little handy wipes and everything. Mm-hmm. It, it click on that one that's uh, on the lower left. It's got like a four, a four pack, like a, a variety pack. It's the family pack. The family pack. I got three kids. That's order kid. That's that's gonna make my EDC man. Yep. Yeah. So you, you know, I got a one year old that's teething right now, and you know, parents out there, you know what the what diapers look like during teething time. So Oof. you know, you gotta. Yeah got to keep them handy however you got to pack them in you're going to need them i like even it, if man. you guys you know even if you keep that roll of toilet paper with you you know that that maintenance wipe at the end that just refreshes you and gets you ready for the rest of the day see i, I like it because I, I would carry a handkerchief or like i use an extra gator right and i'm thinking oh that's enough while i'm on the river and typically by you know maybe halfway through that thing's soaking wet it's covered in any number of other things i don't want to deal with and it's it's no good to me anymore right at that point so i I think i'm gonna have to look into this yeah so and you know on on a serious note with it you know whenever i'm able to eat during a tournament right it's you know whether it be in a protein bar uh, you know an uncrustable whatever it may be you know i just been up on the deck handling fish handling everything else and my hands are disgusting it's nice to be able to sit down because i usually will eat something like while i'm driving to the next spot so something quick, but it's usually something that I'm having to hold and eat. So it's nice to be able just to grab one of these out. That's why I like the ones that have the little, you know, little opening on them to where I can just reach in there and, and pull one out, you know, wipe up a little bit while I'm getting in the seat, get my life jacket on, and then I can, you know, grab my food and eat a snack on the way to the next spot. Nice. Yeah, I think that's a good call, man. I think that's a, a strong addition for every angler. Yep, for sure. It comes in clutch. That's for sure. <laughs> cool. Good call. I like that one. All right. Which one of y'all want to want to hit on yours next? I'll jump in, man. I got I got two, and uh, I found one. Yeah, I know. I got to do it. I had I couldn't choose between the two because they're both absolutely necessary when you're out there. Um, but neither so, again anything to do with fishing. So ignore the title, everybody. We have four things that we're bringing you that have nothing to do with fishing. Well, I mean, wait till Papa talks. I don't know how many he's going to have. This is true. I think this is going to become a regular segment. And in fact, if you're watching this, listening to this, throw it, throw it in there. Tell us what you got and we'll pull those on. Hell, if you're, if you're good on a podcast, we may bring you on. You can talk about it. Call in. All right. First one I got. I'm a big fan of this one. See the cell phone right here? Because, you know, you got to prove that you can catch a fish sometimes. Because, like, it doesn't count, right, without a picture. Um, my problem was, you know, on the river, you're trying to take that picture, and you got that fish flop. And then what's the first thing you do when a fish flops? doesn't matter what you're doing. You're going you're gonna to drop everything in your hand, right? And, you're, yep. you're, and so I didn't want to drop this $1,000 item, which is way overpriced, by the way. Um, so I bought this cool thing from rogue gear company used to be rogue fishing. They're now rogue gear. 
It's called the protector. It's very, very simple. You guys can put this together right here. Hooks on anywhere you want, your waiter, your hip, your, I don't care, on your boat, Casey, maybe it makes sense to hook this up to, you know, something there. So when you're ready to grab it, you can grab it and it never falls off. Uh, this thing's come in crazy handy very many times. Um, <clears throat> I'm also super excited right now because we actually talked to these guys earlier this week and it, it appears that we're going to have a nice little partnership with them. So I, I would recommend that thing for sure. It's a uh, 20, 20 bucks or something like that, man, to save your thousand dollar item. I, I don't think you could get a better uh, random thing to have on you when you're out there. No, yeah, that one's a no brainer. No brainer. Um, I, uh, you know what, actually I, I'm in charge of that. I don't know if I can do it, but uh, <clears throat> we've got, they've got a whole bunch of products. Um, let's see where I'm at here. <clears throat> I don't know. I'll figure it out in a second, but we may share the screen on that or do it towards the end of the cast, but definitely, definitely an add in 20 bucks. Awesome company. Go pick one up. Chad, you got me right. You're faster than I am. Look at that guy. Chad, Chad, guys. Chad for the win. Chad for the win. <clears throat> so rogue gear co jump over the, the protectors are number one. They've iterated this thing a few times now, so they've got it to fit just about every phone you've got. Uh, bunch of other cool products we'll get into those another time because i'm pretty sure we'll have mark from uh rogue on and we'll go through all that they got stuff for kayak fishermen they got all kinds of cool stuff so give them a follow rogue gear co on uh instagram and uh roguegearco.com i think is their url rogue gear yep roguegear.com there you go all right that's that's number one and i think it's uh, an absolute for everybody it's not near as funny as casey's so i'm sorry but the second one might <laughs> Well, I, I was going to add on that one real quick though. I like how they have the tether so that whenever you, uh, whenever you start having to take that, you know, that picture of your, your 10 inch fish and trying to make it look like it's six pounds, you know, you still got that room to maneuver your phone to position it wherever you need to. Mm -hmm. So don't worry. All your Instagram followers are still going to, still going to think that you're, you know, angler of the year out there. Yeah. But no, <laughs> it, it, it is cool. I really like that one. All right, cool. We'll do some more on that one. We'll, we'll get some stuff out on the river, out on the boat with that. And here's the next one I got. I, I couldn't go without showing this one off. Salty Britches. See that there? There we go. So this is a, uh, a skin barrier ointment. So I, I'm sure you guys can guess where this comes in handy. And uh, <laughs> it's down there, man. So it's what I'm out, is. <laughs> out in those waders and you're taking those long walks, you know, backcountry style. This stuff has come in incredibly handy. It's uh, I've used it when I'm rucking, but uh, then I thought, boy, every time I got off the river, because everybody wants to know this about me, right? It's the chafing, man. You got to deal with it. So uh, salty britches is my other one that I never leave home without when I'm out on the on the river. That seems way better than what I've heard on some other podcasts where you know some back backcountry hunters talking about like putting a piece of baloney back there or whatever to, to, keep, rid, to, to keep from the chafing. Like, Did some dude I, play I, mustard I, or some shit like that one time? Yeah, some like put a <laughs> slice of baloney in there and now that's, you know. I think it's already I, like I just love, I just, at that point. I just love hearing Justin say britches. Britches? Makes you feel like you should be down here with me. Yeah, man. I feel like <laughs> my, whole, my whole angle from the 
English language, man. I got to get a little twang in there, throw some, throw some britches. I think you guys should have actually presented this one. You guys can both say it better. Let's, let's see. Let's see. Pop, why, don't, why don't you, why don't you talk about salty britches for a second? Let's hear, let's hear that. Well, let me tell you, there is nothing in the world goes better with fishing than a nice tube of salty britches. Oh man, I think you just made a commercial for them. So when, you, <laughs> when you're down there on that there river and you hear all the banjo music playing, yeah. and you get that get that chafing going on, get you some of them salty britches. Well, I think that banjo shit happened in the Appalachians, sir. Oh, that happened. That movie was filmed probably ten minutes from my house. <laughs> <laughs> your damn that's backyard, man. That's not even a joke. <laughs> you hear, you, if you hear pig squealing, you might should get a little concerned. You get worried. All right. So after you, after you clean up with your dude wipes, then apply yeah. your apply your salty britches, and you're just you know fresh, minty, that's ready a, for the rest of the day. It's a one stop shop already. That's it. Done and done. May not catch any fish, but you're gonna feel good. Yeah, for sure. All right, I like it. I'm done. I think that's that's good enough for my end. So uh, definitely give them a go. Visit them, buy their stuff. It's definitely worth your time. And on that note, Papa. What do you got? Let it, let it rip, Papa. All right. Well, you've already got the you got the old chocolate starfish all clean and crisp. You got the salty britches on the boys. You're out there on the water feeling so fresh and so clean. The only way to keep all of that in line and have your best day is your HLE Hoochie Daddies. Oh, I like it. See that? You suck up. Yeah. <laughs> you suck up. That's the only way to go. They're great on a hot summer day. They're great under the waders. They're great under your britches. They're just there's the all around do it all. Got nothing to do with fishing, but has everything to do with fishing. If I wasn't wearing these bad boys on the New River in Virginia, I probably wouldn't have been able to guide old Frank Melito to his first fish on the fly, fellas. So Fact. Just gonna put it out there. Fact, I like it. So that's so, that's uh when you're in a no waiter situation. Mm-hmm. Maybe some water, just straight straight boots or whatever you're throwing out there, but you're rocking yep. daddies. Yep, wet wading. You come out, they dry quick. I mean, really, not really, and truthfully, look at that. God Almighty, he ain't them shorts. Hey, ignore the rest of that guy, but. Oh, there's a fish in that picture. I was too mesmerized by the shorts. <laughs> I was blinded. I, I didn't know. Yeah, man. Uh, now, re- realistically, uh, they, they like one of the nice yeah. things about them is you can wear them out there. You can be all wet. You get out, and, and they dry pretty quick. You know, if it is a hot day, a uh, pretty warm day, or whatever. And if you're like I am, like I don't really much care for being soaking wet as much as I love being on and in the water. It's kind of a weird thing. Um, they, they actually dry out really quick. They're really nice. I like it. I think maybe just real quick, we ought to give Frankie the shout out because there he is. First fish. That's, that's my boy right there. First fish. All the way, way from Long Island, New York. That's as close as I get to doing that kind of accent. <laughs> we'll, we'll have him on the show so we can get another uh, another version of the English language. Yeah. Yeah. That is not, that's not even English. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what they speak up there. It's not English. We're gonna bring you know, actually there's a, we should have tried to get him to dial in tonight. We'd have been yeah. here a little while. Yeah. He had a lot to say about that fish. 
Hey, I, I love this though, man, because the backstory, right? This was at Rendezvous. Yep. In uh, Virginia, back in what? Maybe like May, June, mid of June, mid June. So, a guy from uh, Oklahoma met up with a dude from New York to jump on a river in Virginia to get his first fish. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it was good stuff, man. Super cool. I got to get Frankie in here to tell that story because how the whole thing started out, uh, I think we kind of chronicled it a little bit on the other podcast with those other guys. I'm not going to mention their name because I don't want to give them a plug. But uh, <laughs> he uh, – he uh, we had we had a we had a, a a serious moment at the beginning of the day, and so we got to get him on here to tell that story. It's a good time. You know what I'm liking is that there's a, a serious rivalry starting here. Yes, I'm talking about with them other guys. Them other guys, <laughs> some of our, some of our right. best friends in the world. Now they're yeah. just other guys. <laughs> the only fucking reason that we're here doing this right now. <laughs> I like it, man. The hoochie daddies. You Hell get yeah. Some- Get yourself some daddies. I'll tee you up for this one, Papa. Where can they go? Where can they find find a pair of hoochie daddies to get for themselves? That's, that's going to be at huntlifteat.com, sir. They come yeah. in three colors. I think we got some more coming out, but we got the grandpa's camo that I was wearing in that picture there. Then you got our own proprietary tiger, Mike Force, I think is what they actually call it. Mike Force is what it's called on there. And then an OD green. Um, so you got them for all occasions. So I got I got to drop in on this, right? When I joined, boys sent me a, a little care package. And in that care package was, you know, a hat or two, a couple T-shirts. Check, check. I'll wear those. Uh, and then I get these three three pairs of Hoochie Daddy shorts. And I, I just stared at them like, really? Like, Casey, maybe you know, but I grew up in the era – playing basketball and and everything went to your knee right i was michigan you know the fab five and you're aging yourself a little bit glorified capri pants is what the damn thing were and i thought boy i'm never gonna wear these i had to really seriously think about do i send this back to luke and carter because like they should just sell these to someone else right and here i am four or five months later and everybody in my neighborhood seen my skinny ass white legs walking around it's great yeah, you and me both, man. I was I was the same way. I've always been a, a shorts past the knee dude. Same same era, and uh, two things. One kind of one of the first things that I came across a guy wearing short shorts was Lemmy Kilmeister from Motorhead. Uh, there's a story with Scott Ian from Anthrax is talking about uh, they're hanging out and 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 Lemmy's got some shorty shorts on. I mean, like all the way they like a two and a half inch inseam. Uh, jorts and uh that he'd cut off himself scott ian's skateboard kid from california and he's he wears board shorts and so he's making fun of lemmy uh for his short shorts and lemmy looks back at him and he's like what are you talking about i'm cool these are short they're supposed to keep you cool you're practically wearing pants (laughs) and so uh yeah man i got some i got a pair of them a couple of things uh i wore them to the gym, first couple of times I wore them to the gym, super self-conscious because um, I've never worn shit that short either. And number one, they were comfortable. They were out of the way because I can't stand the shit hanging on my knees anyways. Uh, like if you go sit on the bench or whatever and you got to pull your shorts up off your knees and crap like that. And uh, 
so I really enjoyed them there, got comfortable wearing them there. But also for you dads out there, my 13-year-old daughter, her eyes got about that damn big when I come in the house with them on. She's like, you are not wearing those in public. And I was like, matter of fact, I just ordered two more pair. Thank you. And you're welcome. So they come in as a deterrent later yeah. on. Damn you right. Coming over to your house because she don't want to have them see that. Yeah, they're not trying to come and see the quad father, son. <laughs> that's what you know i got a little girl on the way right now that she's you know her due date it's april 1st and i'm pretty sure i'm going to tell her that i'm walking her down the aisle in hoochie daddy shorts Hoochie daddies i love it great great choice papa great choice yeah buddy can't, can't go it. wrong with them I, I like it you got anything else that's that's all I got for today. I mean, I could get ignorant probably, but we'll save that for another time. I like it. <laughs> I got a little snip. Hey, Chad, jump on here. Chad, where'd he go? Come on. There he is. <laughs> all right, Chad, putting you on the spot. What is one thing you can think of that you that you can't go fishing without that has absolutely nothing to do with fishing? Oh, <laughs> nothing like today, being prepared. And today's the day Chad quits. He's <laughs> <laughs> right off the cast. Well, you know, if I have to speak from not my experience, but the experience of my dad, he hooked on to a uh, really huge Lake Mackinac. And uh, as the, he was pulling the fish out of the water, it thrashed and it threw the treble hooks into his finger. Uh, I think I would bring something that I could clip those treble hooks off of relatively quickly because he spent 30 minutes with that fish attached to his hand uh, for <laughs> for quite a while until we were able wow. to take him to the fire or the, the emergency room to get those removed. So, oh, but, dude, you just got you got to learn the old braid trick. Seen that, that a universal? time Oh, it works like a charm. Snap. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, if the hook's in there right, you just you know bend it up a little bit, wrap some braid around it, and one, two, three, pow, and it's out. Huh? I'm gonna have to learn that. I've never heard of that one. Oh yeah, you gotta look up the braid trick. If you're gonna <laughs> fish, if you're gonna fish with treble hooks, you gotta know. You gotta know the braid trick. That's why, like, I keep even. So there's times of the year that none of the techniques really that I'm fishing have anything. Like, there's no reason for me to throw like heavy braid on like. You know, in the summer, if I'm flipping brush, punching mats or whatever and fishing 50, 65, 65 pound braid, but I always keep a little spool in the boat. And that is the reason why is because you never know. You, you never know. No. You know, whether you get one, you know, your co-angler gets one, you know, nobody wants to go to the ER to get a hook out. So you just, you just loop it around and. Pop it right out. Zap that sucker right out of there. Yep. We totally could have used that. He spent a good good portion of the day attached to that fish. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you, you got to get the fish off, right? At that point, you just cut the line. But <laughs> This is just how big was that fish? Do you remember? It won the fishing tournament. It won the tournament. I'm actually, that's why I was like dialing out here for a second because I was trying to find the picture, see if we could throw it up here. I'm not, it's, I mean, it's back there in the, uh, archives if you will but uh i mean it was half his body size and your dad's what maybe 510 <laughs> yeah yeah it was I mean, no joke dude um 
And I, I remember my favorite part about that is I came up over uh, the horizon on the other side of the lake and I came walking up to be like, uh, how's it going over here? And I see him holding a monster fish and I get, you know, the sunlight's out there and I'm like, Oh my God, this thing is just huge. As I get closer, I'm like staring at fish and all of a sudden I just see red everywhere. And I'm like, what in the hell is going on here? And sure enough, I mean, his arms just, just covered man. And he's, He's like, yeah, I caught him, but he caught me. And, and <laughs> oh, man. it was awesome. Uh, probably one of the biggest fish I think I've ever seen in person. And he caught that during the ice off, right? Up in uh, Granby. That's right. Right. Yep. May. I think I found a picture here. I'll see if I can show you guys from my phone here. Yeah, we should try to push that up there because honestly, this got to make it on our page and probably stay there forever because it's uh, it's worth having up there forever. Have your green screen blocking oh, it. Oh, the green screen. Let me get that turned off here. Technology. Show us what you really look like. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, that's, that's a stud. Jesus. Yeah, I guess if I had to be stuck to one, I'd choose one that size. Yeah, he yeah, said he didn't feel any pain. <laughs> <laughs> well, because he was so happy that he caught it, man. He was running off. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. Yeah, he just felt he just felt a lot of pain shortly after. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the emergency room was uh, happy to get the uh, lure out of his hand, and then they put it in a jar so he could put it home on his mantle for a trophy. <laughs> There, there we go. There it is. There it is. So you can oh, see yeah. his right hand, the way he's holding the, his hand is actually the trouble hook still in his hand. Okay, that's what I was gonna <laughs> ask. Are we still are we still hooked up in this picture? Yep, oh, on yeah. the right side. The fish is cut off, but he's still hooked up on his right hand. Hmm. So this is this is it when is I was cool. telling you, I kind of came over the horizon, right? And I came down and I just saw this giant fish, and I'm like just fixated on the fish, and then as I got closer. You know, this is the early picture, and then he, you know, pulls his sleeve and he holds up. And I mean, I was, it was, it was ugly, but it was awesome. Dude, I, I would have to mount that fish with that lure after that kind of story. <laughs> you put your hand up there, like you get now that you can do kind of a fake setup, right? You get a hand yeah, uh, made, you're in it. Take one of those like yeah. wax molds or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. Well, worthwhile. But uh, yeah, that one, that first race, man, that was, that was the winner. He called it a Mackinac, is that what you said? Yeah, it was a Mackinac. So we go we go ice fishing, or we do ice off, and uh, we would basically get up there, and I don't know where everybody went here, but uh, there we go. Uh, you kind of catch like early May, right? And that's when the ice is melting back. And it gets about to where the shoreline's here. The ice off is maybe another 10 feet or so you can kind of walk out on that shelf well those fish right away come up on the edge to fish so or to, to feed and you're, you're literally catching these guys five feet off the shoreline it's it's wow. incredible man and you're you're catching everything from like 15 inches to 40 inches and they're right there i mean That's it's awesome. it's intense and when you grab them too you're, you're thinking hey man they're only five feet offshore it'll take you 30 minutes to get them in from right there it did, yeah. yeah. I think his was about 25 minutes to get it into shore, and then uh, another 30 minutes to get it off of his hand. Jeez. <laughs> so what kind of what kind of lure was it? So it was. Um, Is it a Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was a uh, purple and silver. 
and it I probably stood about maybe three three and a half inches. Yeah, it's Whoa. it's a good time, man. You just get the little broken fish, the wounded fish. You throw that thing, you know, fifteen feet out, and you just drag along. And dude, when they hit, it, it's not like a hit and a bend. It's a it's a grab, and then there goes your there goes your whole rod. Like so, yeah. you gotta be ready. There, there's no messing around. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we ought to get you guys out here for that. Cause that's that's a good time, man. It's cold, ugly, but it's well worth worth the fish. It'd be a good time. I'd love to do it. Yeah, I'm just gonna try to keep the you know treble hooks out of my hand. <laughs> good idea. But but if we do, I know the braid trick, and then we'll clean it up with a dude wipe. <laughs> there you go. Nice wing him. <laughs> Pull my phone out while it's on my rogue tether and take a picture. Perfect. We got it all. <laughs> and Justin get his salty britches after he has to run over the horizon. Yeah. all chafed up. We got chafed up. Well, hey man, there's yeah, there's no shortage of running around when that's going on. We uh I got another quick story on that one. Same same turning, I think. We're you know, fishing, you got seven or eight guys spread along, you know, the 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 bank and uh, our cousin Corey. Uh, he's, he's pretty intense fisherman himself and, uh, someone, I can't remember who hooked a, a decent sized one and they're trying to reel it in and they just can't, can't get it above the ice bank. And it's actually diving in under the ice bank, right. Which will just snap your line super quick. So Corey comes running down. We're, we're trying to get this thing in. We're trying to figure it out. And from behind us, 30 yards away, here comes Corey full speed in his waders and uh, net. And he comes sliding down. And I wish we had this on video. It was almost before cameras were worthwhile on phones. He dives, makes a baseball slide like he's coming in a home plate, slides right off the ice bank into the water about waist deep, just grabs that fish through his net and just rips it right out and throws his full net and everything back on the shoreline. And it was intense. It was it was one of the coolest catches I've ever been a part of. But, I love uh, it. There's rednecks everywhere that just do dumb stuff. I love it. It's great. It's, awesome, man. it's not just in the South. No, man, it's everywhere. That's that's Colorado born and bred right there. That's how you yeah. catch it. I saw. I got a, I got a buddy that we were in a tournament one time and uh we hooked a fish. We were fishing a lot of brush and uh it was it was a good one. And like one that we ended up if had we not got it, we probably wouldn't have cashed a check that day. Well he he flipped in there, he caught it, and uh it got him wrapped up in the brush and without even thinking about it twice or anything, he just, just starts ripping clothes off jumps in the water and like follows his line all the way down. And he, he was under the water for a hot minute. right? And then just comes up with this fish. Oh, swam, off, swam, all, swam all the way down. Like it was probably, you know, seven, eight feet of water. Yeah. <laughs> he, he swam all the way down and pulled that fish out of the brush pile. Like funny. No man, I don't have one quite that good. I did something similar last year for a guy that had never fly fished. I was I was out. I took a buddy of mine out that was learning, and uh, the guy that was camping next to us, he saw it. You know, he'd come out there and we'd kind of chit chatted back and forth, and he'd asked for some help, and so I kind of gave him some tips, pointers, gave him a few flies, and and away we went. And then later on in the day, uh, I'd kind of fished this hole out. You know, I had spent enough time in it. It was time to share it with somebody else. And uh, I was getting ready to, to get out of it. And that kid come along. So I hollered at him, told him to hop in there and 
he still hadn't caught anything uh, on his fly rod. He brought a, a, a um, I forget what the hell Casey called it now. The uh, doesn't matter. His regular rod and reel, nonetheless. And uh, so anyway, he got in there, got in the hole, and and uh, went to chucking back and forth in there. And on the fly that I gave him in the hole where I told him to throw it and everything, and he's, I mean, this thing's fighting. It's taking some drag. It's a pretty decent little trout. And uh, he gets it, gets it right up to us where we're standing. We're standing on rocks. There's a uh, downed tree or what's left of a downed tree. And then there's a hole that's about, if you jump off in it, I found out is about nose deep. And he, uh, and I knew the hole was there. I just didn't know how deep it was, but he gets it right up to us. And as he's getting it to us, I go to dip the net and I stepped off the edge of that rock into the hole up to my nose, come back out with the fish above my head. Like as soon as I hit bottom, like I bounced right back out, like it's way more athletic than I've ever been. And, uh, Turns out that as I dipped the fish out, the hook on that fly that I gave him broke. Oh, so like I pull the fish out and he and he still kind of got tension on it, and it just flies right out. And I was like, "Did your hook just come out of his mouth?" And he pulls it down. And he's like, "Yeah." And he goes looking at it. Sure enough, some bitch had snapped right in half. So it was it was pretty funny. We had, we had a pretty good laugh about that. But wasn't saving tournaments or freaking home plate ice sliding or nothing like that hey man everybody's got a good story right maybe that's yeah. another another segment we start running man it's just fishing stories yeah. I was say, it sounds like we need a blooper reel yep i'll give you some for river baptisms for sure oh we got a few we got a few of those out here in colorado because we got hidden holes around those rivers yep colorado river it'll sneak up on you right quick and all <laughs> you're, you're, you're walking along three guys all of a sudden you got two guys Two, <laughs> two guys and one real cold guy. Yeah, and all you see is a rod tip sticking up. <laughs> I guess the closest thing we had to that is like if you're a guy on the front of the boat, you're running the trolling motor, and your buddy's in the back not paying attention. Then all of a sudden you go to you hit the pedal real quick and turn the boat real sharp one way or another, and he goes flying off the side. <laughs> I love it. They're always oh. real happy when they climb back in. Oh, I'm sure. It's when they need that dude wipe again. Yeah. Again. Get get freshened up a little bit. Well, <laughs> hey, on that, let's uh, you know, we we, we kind of got off on a few tangents there talking about it. So before we wrap up, let's uh let's roll through the the products one more time. That way let people know where they can find them and um and follow along so that, that they can get some time on the water with them as well. So, you know, mine was uh mine was the dude wipes for for any little mess you can come up with while you're on the water. Um, you know, we got their, we got their social medias plugged down there at dude wipes. And then you can find dudeproducts.com If you want to go on and order them. And then they're also available at your local Walmart and I'm sure other retailers as well, but um, they come in a, a variety of different packaging so that you can um, find what fits your, fits your need the best, but they are, in my opinion, they are absolutely essential to have, have on the water to go check them out. They're also a great conversation starter or icebreaker because, you know, they lead to a lot of things. Yeah, when you, when, you get off, when you get off the rails, they can really help, help clean it up. Yep. All right, cool. I'll go with mine. So we got, uh, again, the protector from Rogue Gear Co. 
definitely something you want. Save your thousand uh, dollar item for twenty bucks. Absolutely, go uh, give them a follow, Road Gear Co. on Instagram, and jump on over to their website, uh, www.roadgear.com. Check them out. We'll have them on again. So that was product one and uh, product two. Got to do it again. Salty britches. Uh, you know, keep yourself protected on those long walks. Wipe out that chafing right quick. Mm-hmm. Nothing to ruin a good day like a good case of the swamp ass. Exactly. Follow them over on IG again, Get Salty Britches, at Get Salty Britches. Jump over to the website, uh, GetSaltyBritches.com. Yep. I have it. Go get you some hoochie daddies. Enough said. Huntlifteat.com, son. Get you one of every flavor. One of every flavor. I like how you say, get you some sun, and you'll get like some sun. Yeah, yeah. Get you some sun on them legs. As you can tell hey. by that picture I had, I had not gotten enough sun yet. Yeah, I was going to ask you, does the sun not shine in Oklahoma? Man, <laughs> I make sure to lather up real nice with some, some protectant. Because I'm a fair Scottish fella, and me and the son do not get along well. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, hey, whenever y'all go check this stuff out, especially when you pick them up, let them know where uh, let them know where you heard about them. You know, if you, if you learn if you learned about these items from this podcast, and and you go pick them up, share that with them. Let them know where. Um, let them know that you heard about it over here on the Fish Lift Eat podcast, and. Uh, when you use these items, uh, feel free to share them with us too. Let us know that you you took something from this chaos. But find us over at Fish Lift Eat Official on Instagram. And then recently, we have expanded our game into the TikTok world. So we got that up and running now. So if you're on TikTok, go look up um, at Fish Lift Eat and uh, give us a follow over there and um, see what see what we got cooking up. We're we're cool like them teeny boppers. We're on TikTok. Now. Oh yeah, man. We're trying to be. We're trying to be. Yeah, Casey on there twerking on his boat in no time. <laughs> we're just somebody might be, but it won't be me. <laughs> but no, hey, that's awesome. Hey, we 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 appreciate all all y'all tuning in this week for another episode of the Fish Lift Eat Podcast. Um, you know, we we hope you'll be joining us again next Monday because that's when. Uh, Every Monday, you can have a, a fresh dose of whatever chaos we can cook up. But in the meantime, boys, I've enjoyed it. And for all of our, our fantastic listeners out there, make sure y'all keep them lines wet. And we'll catch you on the next cast. See you. <laughs>